Hello and welcome back to the Road to Rank 1 podcast. I'm your co-host Jack and as always I'm joined by Burjo. Mate, not an ideal week for the, either of us, especially for yourself, very tough one. Yeah, so the week started, yeah, disastrous. So I, um, a couple of weeks ago, no, in round 10, magic round, I brought in Mitchell Moses and Nelson Asafa Solomona. Both of them have pumped out scores in the teens and gone off injured in those two weeks, so it's... They made sense on paper. It's, it's honestly just bad luck. Yeah. And, um, look, you know, you don't always get, get good luck. So that also sort of, sort of happened on the Thursday and then missed just a lot of the good scores. Like, I didn't have Grant, didn't have Haas. Maybe that's just my fault for not owning the, the guns. But, like, until I, I was thinking I was about 250 behind par going into Sunday and then Fafita, AKP, all pulled through for me, Garrick. Yeah, definitely brought you back yeah. into it. And then Turbo, Heinz stayed relatively low, Captain Luttrell, which ended up losing me about seven points, but that's that's fine. I thought Luttrell had a bit more upside of the matchup. Yep. That's fine, though. And then, yeah, so Sunday really called me back in. I ended up on 100, no, 1111, so 1,111. So, obviously terrible, but... Yeah. About to 150 behind five. I saw about 5k worth of great of red arrows. So I don't know how I bounce back from this. I'm, I'm set up pretty well for for the buys. My team value is actually higher than most of the guys at the very top. But yep. it should be coming off. But yeah, it's just not. It's these 50 50 decisions like Moses and Cleary like the other week. Um, obviously missing Hines earlier in the year. That's just sort of just really set me back this year. Still a long way to go. I'm still adamant I can finish up the pointy end and at least the top 1,000. But, um, yeah, it's a long road from here. Just got to keep working at it, hopefully make a few few good trades and make up some ground in the buy rounds. Well, last week you definitely had more cattle out than I did. No yeah. Moses, no Ford. One Both no Marshall King and, yeah, no Colin Lamoule if you, as well as Nass with the injury in the game. So... All in all, I think it's an awful week yeah, for yourself. My, my team's pretty set up pretty well. I was, I was surprisingly happy with how it all It could have been so much worse. Yeah, for myself, I scored 11.80 with no Marshall King and Jackson Ford in the side. Um, I thought I was set up pretty well on par with everyone coming into the Sunday game, but then no attack from Mulatalo and Turbo in that last game of the round, probably wasn't ideal. They were definitely guys that are lower-owned by everyone up the top that I needed to um, put on a bit of performance for me. So 1180 at the end of the day, I think I dropped down to 7,000 overall. It's not a horrible spot to be. And as I've said a lot, I'm happy. I've got quite a few trades up my sleeve compared to most. And I've only got three Origin players in my side right now that I'm pretty happy with their schedules that I might just hold through and I think I'm a friend in front of a lot of people right now. Yeah. I think a lot of people will come next week and the major buy-ins will be scrambling to make trades to get the must-have guys, whereas I feel like I'm a bit ahead and I'm going to be able to grab some pods. So I'm all right with where I'm in, all in all. Um, 7,000 I would like to be a bit higher, but it's not the end of the world. Today's episode, we'll be talking all things Supercoach following round 11. We'll be assessing the buys and sells of the week, going through some strategy talk, moving into round 13 next week, and looking at a few pod options as well as our trades and skippers for the round. First game of the week, we have the Broncos and the Panthers. It is on Thursday. For the Broncos, Adam Reynolds is out. 
concussion. Jock Madden back into halfback. Definitely a big negative for all Broncos attacking players. Adam Reynolds, his value to that team yeah. can't be understated, especially the Reese Walshers of the world. Yeah. So first of all, Reese Walsh, with Callum Pong's performance last week, it's seeming that he's going to be a very popular buy next week if available. Priced around 650k. Will you see yourself looking at him next week? I think you're probably one of the only people that wouldn't be looking at Walshie next week. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I've got Latrell and Guffo, and I'm going to hold Latrell all year. I've, I've sort of planned that out. So, yeah, he's not really an option for me, but I think he's going to be he's going to be good um, if, he, if he's definitely not an origin. <coughs> I doubt they'd carry him as an 18th man. Doesn't really fill enough holes. Yep. So um, he'll probably be there. But I do think they lose a lot of their punch, and we saw Welsh because obviously Haas Carrigan are going to be out, maybe Capewell, maybe Flegler. Um, they're going to be without a lot of those guys. Maybe Reynolds still isn't back. That that injury looked pretty, pretty nasty. Mm. So he might, just might be him against the world. And if that's the case, he we saw what he did at the Warriors where he wasn't scoring as well as he has been at Brisbane. Yep. You know, like he, he, he might not score as well. So I'm not too worried. Although I do think, you know, any fullback, any gun fullback playing in a buy round is always going to be useful to have. Yeah, we'll have a lot more clarity around it next week. But I think not to, you know, talk about it for too long, but he's very likely to be available for us next round. I think his value to Queensland is very little for the fact that they're going to have Val Holmes, Selwyn Cobbo, either Hamaso or Gagai, whoever's at the other centre spot, they can all cover fullback. And I think you assume Capewell's going to be in there as well who can cover centre. So it's not like they need Walsh's cover anywhere through 1-18 to 18 if he's yeah. not at the fullback spot. So I think he'll be available next week and we'll be assessing it come then. Another interesting one here, Tony Staggs, 400k. Yeah. Now, obviously, he's 400k for a reason. It's not been scoring well. But he's been a guy that we've seen go on runs recently. If he was to be able to, you know put a few tries together throughout this period. As you said, there's a lot of guns out for the Broncos over the next few weeks. Might not be the worst option to run through because he might be seeing ball in that buy round. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, I definitely wouldn't do it this yeah. week against Penrith, but next week I think we're going to... A lot of people using k yeah. A lot of people using three trades. Some are using four too. Yeah. There may be an ugly option that you have to take. And I think Stags is very much one to look at. Because, you know, when yeah. you don't quite have enough cash and you're looking to try and make stuff work, Stags could very much be a guy that you might take a little punt on. Yeah, no, I think it's worth a shout. I just think centre wing is just so just crowded at the moment yep. with, with cheapies and elite guns with good draws and buy coverage. It's just so hard to fit him in. Yep. But, um, yeah, if you've, got a, if you've got a spare spot there, he's, he could be cheaper than Warbrick next week if you've still got him. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Yeah, so definitely definitely not definitely worth a shout. Now one here that interests me a lot, Payne Haas, tenth most bought in this week. Now I would have assumed that majority of super coaches very much looking forward to next week with round thirteen on their minds. This one baffles me quite a lot. Yeah. Head to head players we thinking? Well how how many is it? Like it's a couple thousand? Yeah, it's it's almost two thousand, yeah. I don't know. Um I just think there's some pretty good bike covering front row forwards for this first one that yeah. have 
been really good options to Bell and Horsburgh for Noah Blake over the last few weeks. I think if you've missed all them, I don't really understand why you're moving to Payne Haas right now. That That's just an interesting one that I thought I had to point out. Doesn't really make sense to me. No, I don't really understand it either. I wouldn't be buying him. Um, he's going to continue to drop money. You'd expect he he's going to play big minutes in Origin, so you expect he, his minutes probably reduce at club football. So, I mean, that's probably going to lead to less production and hence maybe lose a bit of money. So I think there's people out there selling Haas this week. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know why you'd be buying him. Yeah, very confusing one there. For the Panthers, they come out with the same 17 as last week. Scott Sorensen still starting, Lee Martin still on bench. Now, Zach Hosking, last week, low score around 30-odd. Only played 30 minutes. Seems like the 80-minute roll on the right edge is not there for him anymore. Scott Sorensen has really won himself into a big role on the left edge. Obviously, Liam Martin about to go to Origin, but between Liam Martin and Jamin Salmon, there's just not the minutes there for Zach Hosking. Where are you sitting with him? Well, he had a HIA in this game, and then he passed it, but they didn't bring him back. I think the scoreline had a lot to do with that. They yeah. were You're probably not making him. too much of that. Yeah, and you want to get Martin a bit of, you know, some footy under his legs. So I'm not selling him this week. I think I'm just going to hold and, and just watch. But if it looks bad next week, he will definitely be my route to Tohu Harris. And um, I think that's a completely fair trade. With Penrith, he covers 16, and the draw's quite nice until then, but he won't play... don't think he plays 13 or 19. No, definitely not 13. Yeah, they have a buy 19 as well. Yep. So. I think the tough thing here is it's been Jamin Salmon that spelled him. Like, yeah. I would have assumed that Scott Sorensen wouldn't be the 80-minute back rower here, but Hosking's been spelled by Salmon. And I, I assume that Salmon looked like the guy they liked playing for 20, 30 minutes on the left edge, but he's been playing right edge recently. Yeah. So, worrying. Let's just watch and One more see week. what goes on. Yeah, I think he could be a good seller next week, though. Yeah, definitely. Um, speaking of, Scott Sorensen, um, not a popular option this week. Coming off what, a 170-odd against the Roosters, had an absolute blinder. There would be people looking towards him. Not worth it, and not in your world where you can fork out mm. near premium price for him, even for a bit of a cash grab. No, not with not with um, 13 around the corner. He's yeah. not going to play this. And that's the thing with a lot of these buyers. <coughs> if it had been at a different time, you could have looked at it. Prefer Lukey to Sorensen. I don't really love Lukey at all, but I prefer him to Sorensen as a buy. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Moving on to the Dragons-Roosters game. For the Dragons, Zach Lomax returns with Max Fingai moving out and Ben Hunt is named at halfback, Little at hooker and Jaden Sullivan on the bench. So, obviously, the sacking of Anthony Griffin, Lomax returns. Jack DeBellin. Once again, he's quite a popular option. Um... Sitting around 650k, he's had some really, really unusual points that have really helped owners. Yeah, that trice is yeah. two weeks ago, followed by crashing over this week. I almost hope he does get picked by Origin and those <laughs> owners just get stuck with him. Yeah, um, I think he's, he's been pretty good. Uh, I didn't like when he switched to prop and bird back to lock, but that's been reversed. Yeah, he's back at lock. Well, no, Molo's lock and he's... Oh, yeah. Ja- but, but, but Bird's on the edge. You expect, yeah. Bird's so. on the edge. That's Molo's not a big-minute guy. 
So that's probably probably means well for him. Um, Hook did like to play in big minutes. I'm not sure if the new coach will. Um, don't think he gets picked for Origin. No, I don't you know, think, especially with Jake Trevojevic returning. Yeah, I think that's very unlikely. And, um, yeah, these are undeserved points, but all, all points count. Um, he's been a good buy for anyone who jumped on. I'd, how much is he these days? About six fifty. Not a chance. Not a chance. I'd be paying that for him when Tohu's 600 for next week and even Horsburgh's cheaper than that. So wouldn't be, would not be looking at him at all at that yep. price. I think he's overpriced. But if you own him, fair income. Well done. Any love for Jack Bird, a 600k back on the edge? Yeah, he's just a bit expensive for me. Um, dual position's nice, but at that price, if you're getting a dual centering to RF, I'd just prefer Connelly. Yeah, I liked the look of him um, about a month ago. I spoke about yeah. him. He was sitting around 530k. He looked very We've been talking about him all season, really. Very good yeah. buy at that point. Um, I was tempted by it. Didn't go, but he's he's been... Going along pretty solid, averaging really safe yeah. 60 to 65, so good for him. I think the other interesting thing here is Jacob Little returning. Big time. Um, very much at a discount, around 350k. I like it, we but Sullivan's to... still on the bench. Yeah, we want to see what it looks like. Um, Embar's not there anymore. Is the Embar's not on the side, which is really nice for, yeah. uh, for, for him. I don't think Sullivan's really a hooker. It just depends if the hunt hooker if the experiment hunt hooker, is going to yeah. continue or not. Yeah, well, obviously, we're just going to keep an eye on it, but... It's definitely one to watch. And we've got Sonny Luke and three trades next week. Yep. If you've got a bit of cash left over, Sonny Luke to Whittle makes a lot of sense. Yep, it, it definitely does. Um, <coughs> I, that was a big thing I was looking for yesterday. I think you couldn't expect Sullivan not to be there. So, it'll be interesting how it goes. Mm. I also... It's not like Hunt in Origin starting at hooker and moving later to halfback yeah. as he did last week. So it's weird. We'll see how it goes this week. Yeah, well, yeah, just keep an eye on that. For the Roosters, Joey Manu's out with the ankle injury. Andrew Hutchinson comes into the halves. Egan Butcher will return on an edge. And Satili Tupanua also starts on another edge. So Angus Crichton and Nat Butcher both coming off bench. Um, Joey Manu, what to do here? Because he's the most sold player of the round. I don't know if I completely agree with it. But what are your thoughts with him? Oh, I'm holding him for sure. Um, I can see a world where it's a death right. And you act big. I think you've, if he plays 16, you have to buy him back for that. Because obviously, won't play this week, won't play next week. Round 14, dogs at Central Coast Stadium, where he went 191, famously, in the 5'8 jersey against the Dragons, against a poor side, just like the other dogs are a poor side. Obviously, we would have won him for this week, um, Manu, but... You know, he's, he's hurt. But 14 seems to be when he's going to be back. Yep. Then Penrith, tough matchup. That's okay. And then Knights, probably playing fullback. You're going to want him for that. I think the interesting thing here, obviously if he does play around 16, you're going to be wanting him, which he will be playing around 16 in a spine jersey, wherever it is, likely fullback. It doesn't make sense to sell him now and bring him back in for 16 because yep. you're potentially only getting a couple of weeks out of him because mm. Sam Walker is out for a month. Yeah. So we're assuming 16 or 17 Sam Walker's back and you would possibly only getting a couple... They don't play round 19, so you're not getting that round when Teddy's at origin. Yeah. You're possibly only getting two weeks in a spine jersey out of him, assuming that T doesn't back up for 17. That's true. So, look, if you want to sell and you want to, you know, not look at him from 14 to 16, fair enough. 
I understand that. But if you're selling and planning and bringing back in using yep. four trades on him, so you bought him a few weeks ago, trade again, trade him back in in 16, then possibly have to get rid of him again come 19. I yep. don't think I can Talk, get behind that. Yeah. The reality is, is the main reason why I'm not doing it is because the trades don't grow on trees. Like I'm starting to run out of trades and I, I'm, if, I'm definitely going to want him back. Everyone's going to want him back. So I don't understand trading him because unless you've banked like five or six trades, there's no point in my opinion. And, and even then, I wouldn't even really do it. He's he becomes much more useful when you've got those round fourteen and fifteen matchups with him as well. Even though Penrith's not a good one, you don't really get too much value out of using an extra two trades for two weeks. And if he plays round fourteen, round fourteen is going to be a week where a lot of teams are going to be scrapping for a side. He's going to be important. Yeah, against the doggies at his favourite ground. Yep. I was thinking it's a Sunday Arvo. He'll um he'll be pretty damn good. All in all, I'd hold him. Yeah, hundred percent. Billy Smith. Is he a must-bring-in guy? I think there's not too many question marks around him other than health, and he doesn't play this first bite. Yep. Um, he's looked amazing. Yep. He's looked really, really good. So I think he'll uh, definitely stay in the side. Base and power seems a bit unsustainable. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think it's been yeah, a bit, bit higher than I expect. I don't expect him to be a mainstay in my 17 every week, and I don't expect him to to really pump out those 70s and 80s he has been. But I think the BE in a Roosters side, which, you know, traditionally, obviously this year they've been terrible, but traditionally they've been pretty good. Um, he's also playing left centre this week, Drew Hutchinson and Curie are the halves. You expect Curie to stay on the left. That's not going to swap. Yep. And so the left side's going to be very dominant, I'd say. Yep. So expect a lot of ball to go there. Maybe you can drag some attacking stats against a Dragons team that... You know, they, they, they've just lost their coach. They've lost a lot of games in a row. So I think um, buy him. But, look, if you've got a really stacked centre wing, there's like there's a lot of guys I wouldn't trade to him. Like, I'm trading uh, Isaiah Katoa to him via Manu's duel, and I'm happy to do that. Yep. But, like, I wouldn't trade out, like, if you've got Marju or AJ someone like that if, yeah, you, sure. if you've got a really stacked centre wing I don't think you you need him and also if you've, if you've hit every cheapie you may not need the cash you may not need the cash that's the thing he doesn't play the first buy however you'd assume staying healthy he's going to be playing at 16 <coughs> he'll probably be maxed out just before the final major buy in 19 I think it looks pretty good all in all so obviously with Sam Walker out until probably around 16 17 Manu's going to have to stay in the halves when he returns. So I'm not really... don't think there's any worries for Billy other than injury risk. Yeah. Which I guess with every player, it's just even... It's, a bit, a, it's a bit higher with, yeah, Billy, because he has had a lot of injuries in the past, but he looks... He looks bigger. I don't know. He just looks better than he has in previous years. I think centre is his position, too. Yeah. A few years we've seen him on the wing, and he hasn't really... Like he, he's more of like a like a burst sort of player. Like we haven't like on the wing. He, he just looked a bit slow, and but his tackle busting's really nice. I, I like him in the centres. Get a bit of yeah. He's got a high work yeah work rate guy. Like on the wing, I think he's good. As you said, a bit of explosiveness in the centres. Yeah. Big frame. So yeah, he, he looks good to me. I, I very much a green light. As you yeah. said, as long as you're not selling a gun for him. I would bring him bring in. Bring him in where you can. Yeah. Um, like, um, I know someone is selling Toto to him. I think that's... That's okay. That's okay. I think Val is okay. Just because these guys are going off to Origin. Yep. You're going to have to probably sell them off anyway. 
it's all right to do that now. Yeah, and as I said, if you've really like nailed your cash down, you might not need him. But I still think I'd, you'd I'd be, want him. He's, you'd, yeah, he's yeah, probably he's, one of the best cheapies we're going to have yeah. moving forward. It's too hard. It's very hard to resist at this time of year. Yeah. 100%. Moving on to the South Eels game for South Sydney. Saluka Fafita comes onto the bench with Jed Cartwright moving out. For South's big option next week, Cody Walker at a premium. You're very keen on him. You've said many times yep. the past few weeks he's very much in your plans for 13. Still is. Yeah, he'll be straight on my side next week. Um, Just listen to this draw, please. So Raiders, Titans, Dragons, Cowboys, Warriors, Bulldogs. Yeah, that... I want that's hard. I want I want Cody for that. Um, you're a bit worried about how he performs in 13 with a lot of the big guns out. Yeah. Um, look, I don't think it's just probably more worries for me in the past owning Cody. Um, I've seen how low he can go, and I think it was was it last year they played um, Newcastle and Richie Kenna scored three. Yeah. I think he did pretty well there, Cody. But I think Latrell like, played in that game, though. That was the one where Latrell um, ruled himself opted, out of yeah, origin. Opted out, yeah. yeah. I just worry that... Um, obviously, Cody's a great player, but there's so much better positions that he gets the ball in off the back of Cam Murray in the middle and Latrell Mitchell. Yep. I worry in a spine of possibly Blake Taff, Lockie Ilias, and who knows, they won't have a ball-playing lock there. It'll just be a middle forward. I'm worried the attacking opportunities that he's going to be in that round aren't going to be brilliant. Yep. And he's going to have to, you know, pull something out of a hat. I think that's really fair. It but in, it, also, it also may work the other way where it's it's just him and he could put on everything. It could be he gets three tries, this and a couple of tries. Because like, Souths are good enough, I feel like they can probably beat anyone. Canberra, will Canberra be missing any? Um no. Maybe Young and Papawi'i. I think there's a very good chance they're not missing any, yeah. to be honest. It's not It's not even about next week's matchup. It's just about after. Yeah, it. moving forward. Yeah. And I think next week's going to be the time for me to get him. So I, I'm thinking I'm going to be doing AKP to him, probably. I've just definitely got a lot of um, scarring from Cody Walker in the past. Obviously, he had a great 2021 season, but last year, I think I yeah. had a bit of a dabble at him, and he looked slow. Yeah, see, I didn't know him last looked, year. He looked very much regressing, and I think he was sort of just, just stayed with me now to be very, very hesitant there, and I don't think I'm going to bring him in 13. And depending how he plays there, then I'll make a decision going forward. Yeah. But I'm not going to need his number in 13, and I'm not too keen on that game against the Raiders. That's, that's where a good Where they point. possibly don't lose Papali, possibly don't lose Horsburgh, and possibly don't lose Hudson Young. Yeah, it's, it isn't actually a very good matchup at all. Um, but it's, it's after that for me. Yeah, I want him against the Titans. And I want him against the Dragons. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I will be buying him, but I don't think it's as obvious as it might seem. Like I'm almost tempted to maybe boost for him this week. I'm just in a different position with Munster and Dylan Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Whereas I've got I've, I've, going into this week, I've got Munster and Katoa there. And, yeah, I think they, they probably both got a bit on. Yeah. We spoke about Munster. He's probably only missing... Obviously, Storm have a buy in two major buy rounds where Munster isn't playing anyway, so yeah. possibly still plays a lot over that period. And I think I'm going to hold him through. Moving on to the, the Parramatta Eels. Mitch Moses returns at halfback and Sean Lane out with a hamstring injury. I think it's about six to eight weeks for that one. Possibly it could be pretty ex- big extent on the sideline. Um, Cartwright starts on an edge and Sean Russell comes onto the wing for Hayes Dunster. So, Jermaine Hopgood, popular buy again, and it's not a discount. 660k. Very expensive. You're paying a price for him. 
And obviously, I've held Hopgood through. You sold him off. Um, I don't think you'd be too mad about that. Yeah. I'm um, not, not stoked about it, but, yeah. I think... Obviously, I'm loving what Hopgood's doing, but in the pretty likely chances Ryan Madison doesn't play Origin, I just don't think Hopgood's a yep. buy at this price. Another thing to notice is uh, Offerhand Gowie has just... Yeah. He's been he's going to go to the uh, the Eels um, probably very soon. So he plays decent minutes. Joe yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a good player. I had him last year in Supercoach at the end, and he, he smashed it for me. So I, I mean, I'm not buying him. We've spoken bulk nice about Hopgood's production when Ryan yeah. Madison's there in the middle. And what did he score last week? Hopgood about sixty. Um, no, he scored a try for about eighty odd. I oh, think it was right, 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 right. So. Like we've said many times, he'll be able to average in between that 55 to 65 or score in between 55 to 65 with Madison in the side. If Madison was to go to Origin and Madison was not available for the major buy rounds, then I'd pay any price hop good. 72 minutes last week is um, was up from the week before too. Yeah. Because obviously Lane got hurt, didn't he? Yeah, Lane was injured, so I don't even know. I think Cartwright came on. Cartwright was on the bench. So he must have come on and played edge for Lane. I don't know if Davey played the whole game, to be honest. Um, that game was awesome. I, I couldn't take my eye. I wasn't even focusing on Supercoach at all during that game. Yeah. I was watching footy. That was that was a great one. Yeah. I, I can't say I was monitoring the power rotation either. I should have yeah. done it after. Another one, as I've mentioned, Ryan Madison. Watch him next week. And I think this is a big one for myself and everyone that owns Zach Hosking. Not every 2RF option that's available for New South Wales is going to be picked. Yep. We're going to get one of these guys next week, and I reckon it's going to be a great flip from Hosking, and Maddo could be one of them. No, I think you're right. Um, I'm considering him. I just to watch come next week. Yeah, just because he, 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 I think I think he's. I hope he gets picked for the Blues. I think he'll be very useful for us. Yeah, very flexible. <coughs> he can play. Nice he player. can cover a lot of positions. Fuck, he's offloading. It just adds another dynamic too. He, he can even cover halves. Yeah. We were talking about it the other yeah. night. He started his career as a 5'8". Yeah. He can cover just about any position on the field. He right saw right. his kick. <laughs> he set up the off good try. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I really, really hope Matter gets picked for the Blues. I think he has, he has a really good dynamic off the bench. Um, so that's why I want to just watch. Yeah. yeah, wait till next week there, but yeah. definitely keep your eye on that. We'll be talking about that next High week. High price too. Very, very yeah, expensive. Yeah, very, very expensive. Yeah. Moving on to the Sharks-Knights game. Oregon Kafusi returns at prop with Cam McInnes out. Oh, it was an odd injury there. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. It was like a broken hand or something oh, like right. that. Yeah, so he's out for a bit of an extended period. Um, Hamlin ULA is also on the extended, so it could be returning soon. Um, Britton Nicara, another good score this week, about 80 odd with one try assist. He's going to be such a good little pod to own. If not many hop on him moving on from round 14, I'm so keen on Nicara. I've been tempted to get on him earlier a couple of times this year. Um, he's just a weight. He 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 looks he looks very different this year. Well, yeah, I, early in the year I didn't really buy the scoring like the top two mm. RF, but he's he's very very good footballer. He just looks a lot more involved. Um, their right hand side used to be you know Nico really trying to find Katoa. They they space. went at it against Manly. Now they it's, went at them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I still think Nicora's become more of the. Central piece on that right edge, really. Before he was just a good line runner. Yeah, he's, he's agile. They're giving he's him really, early ball. He, yeah, he's, he's a yeah. genuine star. We've seen him for the last, for the first like two three years of his career, just be a guy who runs a good line, 
A good, very, very good line. Very one of the one of the best lines in the comp. But he's getting early ball this year. Mm. And at his at his size and speed, there's not many better back rowers in that mould. I think it's another case of a Kiwi player that isn't in these origin conversations that sort of sneaks under the yeah. radar. Big time. But I definitely as a Mulatalo owner last week, I was like, get the ball to him. I need this bloke <laughs> to score a few. They just kept going right. And that's a credit to guys like Nakora, Ramian and Katoa. They've just got weapons everywhere. What did he actually score last week? Nikora? Yeah. Um, 82 off the top of my head. 84. 84. So 72 BE. 66. He got 66 against... Gee, lots of line breaks. Holy shit. Almost won every game. Yeah. Um, no, um, hasn't cracked a ton, believe it or not. But... I don't reckon that's far away. Very consistent 80 pluses. Seems like he'll get you 60 on a bad day. Or maybe mid fifties. So but these are one of the um, edge back rollers that you take attacking upside, and you're willing to take. Seven, back I'd, I'd probably even wait on Matto and get him in fourteen. Like if if I was going to, I think yeah, Nicara is going to be really good. Plays sixteen and nineteen, buying seventeen and thirteen, so pretty solid. Yeah, and uh, I've also just got down here all these sharks guys. We spoke about it before. They're all going to be tempting after yeah. this first buy. I'm not as tempted on... You know how we used to say every centre wing, all of them can do well? I don't like Ramian as much anymore. Sione Katoa, I know he scored well on the weekend. I'm not sure I love him either. Whereas Mulatalo, I feel like his four's a bit bit better, and I really like Talakai. Well, Ramian definitely has... More four than more four, Yeah, he doesn't have the upside. Yeah, nowhere near. He has nowhere, nowhere, near. nowhere near the upside. Ramian used to be a bit of a centrepiece in this attack. It um, felt like Katawa was, should have got a massive like, 120 on the weekend, but he only scored 88. I don't know. I'm more hesitant on everyone except Feraldo and Talakai. I like, I like those two a lot more. I'm liking Kennedy as well. Yeah. What did Kennedy score on the weekend? I don't know. It was a, bit, a lot of Sharks discussion, but they are very, very pivotal in a lot of our buy planning. Yeah. So uh, Kennedy, Kennedy, especially for me, no Gutho, no Latrell. I'm yeah. looking at a bit of full-back roulette, and I just think Kennedy's pretty solid. He got 60. He had one try. One try. That's good for him. Yeah. Normally he's, you know, 45 with the try assist or 60 with two. Yeah, I'm, so I'm looking at Kennedy. That's pretty solid, yeah. he um, well, the, way, the amount of space Hines gives him is ridiculous. Um, so they go Broncos, Melbourne, 14-15. Then dogs buy dragons, tigers, warriors. Okay, so we buy them in sixteen. Yeah, we, bu- we buy these sharkies guys in sixteen. That might be the week I boost and use four trades going into that that second buy round. Because I've, I've I think forward. I will as well. That's probably the one. As I'll long use. as fourteen, we don't yeah. have the ability to not field seventeen. Well, my point in fourteen is if I have seventeen players, I will be holding trades. That's my plan. If I have seven, a good a good solid seventeen, I think I want to hold trades in fourteen. It would be nice. I don't, know guys, if we'll, I don't know if we'll have the ability to. Well, it depends on yeah. It depends on Cleary as well. If he, if he backs up, I kind of want to want him. But um, because the guys I have that will be on by that week. I know this is a bit of strategy talk, but yeah. we may we may as well say while we're on it. I Marju Garrick. I want to hold. They both play sixty. Yeah, you don't want to sell either of them. Yeah, and Schuster. I guess he he's not going to really be make enough money. So like, because I've already moved on the turbo types and that like. I'm not going to really have many sells in 14. Obviously, there'll be guys I want to buy. But people like Jared Croker are going to be useful to me that week when no one's got anyone. Yeah. So I, 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 my plan is if I have to make trades in, in 14 to field a full team, I will. If not, I'm happy to hold them and wait for my upgrades in the next few weeks. 
Well, I think we spoke about this before. There's going to be a last boost that's going to be very useful after the origin period to try and get those guns back in because it's going to be so hard to make those moves in two trades for a 900k Cleary or a 900k Hines. Grant as well. Yeah, so... Don't forget him. You're gonna, it's going to be very hard to do other boost come that yeah. time. I'm really wanting to move on Sonny Luke so I can get... Because like JMK is doing so well, I had to, it's going to suck to do him to Grant. Yeah. So um, I know it's a long way down the track, but Hooker's, Hooker's going to be a big one because Sonny Luke to Grant's going to be 450k. So we're going to need a boost. I know I did say we're going to want to use that boost in, in 16, but we might need it later. That's why. Yeah. That's why we need two of them. It's also why we need to just keep planning. Moving on to the Knights, um, Caelan Ponga, killing it. Um, returned to form last week. The bounce back from the para game is really impressive. Um, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually really happy for him. Yeah, because I, he I was, the same thing. That was my reaction. Yeah. Like, there was so many people telling the poor bloke to retire, and it was just really good to see him just absolutely carving up. Yeah, he was dreadful the week before, so I'm, I'm very, very happy for him. Um, super coach-wise, there's really no relevance there because the Orange and Jaw, it's just awful timing. Um yeah. There's no world we can bring him in now. I think someone I had a couple of people that had him last week, and it's it's a play I guess you could have made for a couple of weeks before Origin. But um, hear this too. So 15, 16, 17, he goes Broncos, Roosters, Panthers. Yeah, there's just no world we can do it. So it's yeah. really really good for him. But you <coughs> yeah. just can't even look at it. Um, Lockie Miller though, very much an option. He's come back down to around six hundred fifty k. Um, obviously, the buy in round 14 makes it an awkward situation to even It had a big down week last week. Look at him. Oh, he scored 66. I thought it was okay. Yeah, so he must have updated. He didn't originally get the assist, I don't think, for um, the try, but he must have updated it for the Gagai one. So 66 doing not a whole lot, pretty good. Um, Would you look at buying him next week, or is the 14 buy? I think the 14 buy way? makes it too hard when I've already got Maju, Guffo, Moses, yep. Garrick. Like, I think he's a great option. He's a, arguably captain option next week. So, look, I, I, I'm happy. I'd be happy to bring him in, but I just, I just can't really. And he's got a good floor, but as you said, those three games after Brisbane, Roosters, Panthers, it's yeah. pretty ugly. I also don't trust the Knights in tough matchups to be able to score enough points because the goal kicking adds a lot of his value. Yep. I don't trust the Knights to score enough points in tough matchups for him to score to kick goals. Yep. That's and, ha- true. and present that four like. Obviously, probably the best tackle buster in the league, and then he's right up there. Yeah. Run meters, but still the goal kicking does add a lot. Yeah, and just how you know he's brought up that run of three games, it's interesting for Marju because obviously we've we've talked he doesn't play fourteen, scored well on the weekend, but was very much helped by a try. I would have wanted more for him with that try when he scored it. I was thinking, all right, sweet Marju scores ninety here, only scored seventy. Yeah, I don't love that at all. Yeah, so he could be a big sell candidate in fourteen. I think he will be. Yep, I'll, I'll be. I'm not going to be. Too scared to pull the trigger there, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, I didn't even really... I, I just thought he was a keeper, but he, he actually... Yeah, he might not be. You know he's almost down at the price we bought him for now, too? Yeah, yeah, no, it's interesting. That. He's been scoring well. It's just uh, the pace isn't quite what it was at the very start. And the upside, is, it, it seems to be he's not able to crack that ton anymore. So, yeah, it could be a sell, sell candidate for sure. Definitely. Moving on to the Tigers-Cowboys game for the Tigers. Same 17, bit of continuity. In that side oh, wow. for once. Um, on. Super coach wise, um, Jerry Buller's plodding along, break even about four this week at 350k. Um, not a great score last week, but I think it's what we expected from Buller. Elsewhere, um, obviously, don't play the first buy round, so really no relevance for any one of these sort of different options. But um, Johnny Bateman and Isaiah Papali'i, both under a 600k. 
they could just be little pods moving into the back end of the buys. How did Bateman go on the weekend? 59. Yeah, no, that, they're both sort of, you know, providing a floor of around 50. 50, yeah, 60. They like, can really start to put it together, the Tigers. They could be they could be really good options. Papali's attack is so down from, from last year, though. It's ridiculous. But, yeah, they're under 600 Yeah, they're, there's value they're providing. Yeah. Um, they've got a pretty nice... By schedule too. They are one of the teams that play both sixteen and nineteen, I believe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah, so they their buy is thirteen and seventeen, similar to the dogs and the sharks. So I, I, I don't mind them, especially yeah. Papa Lee, To be honest, Papa Lee, well, obviously because Luke Brooks is probably trying to lead that side right now, and you'd think that there's got to be some connection formed there eventually. Yeah, he's had two forty fives there as well as scores, but his his tackles have been solid. Tackle bus. We'll have to see a few more runs taken by him. And Has he had any attacking stats? I think he's had one try. One try, that's it. No line breaks or line break assists. One try, that's it. And he's averaging 58. So 58 doing absolutely nothing. Obviously, the Tigers are a big question mark. But if he, can, watches. If he can start to put it together. Whereas Bateman's sort of the opposite. Is, is He's almost guaranteed a bit of attack every now and then. The floor's lower, though. The floor's lower. So definitely watch both of them. Um... Very cheap. Fallen guns. Very cheap, yeah. Um, moving on to the Cowboys. Um, Riley Price onto the bench for Janae Tenoa Brown, who is concussed. Helam Lukey, is he a legit option? Because you definitely had a look at him last week, and I think, personally, that was the time you had to grab him. Yeah, that um, sucks, because I, I really <laughs> I considered buying him last week, yeah. and it, it would have been the difference between me and Pa if I, if I had jumped on him. Um, I, do th- I do agree with you. That last week was the week. Oh, Luciano Leila was around the corner. Nanai back in 14. He's still not playing 80. Yeah. It's like I couldn't get myself to do it. Nanai's going to be... You would have had to do it last week at a serious discount. 520k yeah. is not enough to warrant it for me. He's got two tries as well. So I don't, he's not going to score two tries. Already. The week before he scored 27 in 55 minutes, which is about the minutes that he's going to play. So, you know, I don't. he's, he's not a worker. He's a guy you really hope for hinging on attack for it. 520k with 14 BE, he will make 100, 150k. But is that he's not a keeper. Is that going to be worth two tracks? No, especially if Denai comes back 14 and we see him play 40, 50 minutes on an edge. It's, it's not yeah. good enough so if, for me. Um, according to Supercoach, if he goes 60 and then 65, he'll be 623k with a 69 BE. So uh, it's 100k on the dot. It's 100k on the dot. So, not don't love not that. Enough. Don't love that. Yeah. Um, Valentine Holmes can he be sold a week early? Because in my opinion, yes. Yeah, I think I'm scared. Yeah, this, I'm doing it. I'm scared. Yeah. But the Tigers aren't as bad. We've said it before. They're not that horrible. Um, he's up against Tommy Talau and Nofa. Mm. <laughs> Yikes! I, I, it worries me moving him on. But at the end of the day, I think I'm backing Billy Smith to score right. So if yep. you're moving Val, it's probably for Billy. And the only thing is there could be a better sell yep. candidate that could go low and it could cost you 50, 60 points. I think it's a good move because, um, well, the Tigers aren't that bad. I think you get, there's not going to be a very good downgrade option next week because that's why I, I, I need downgrade options this week. And yep. I assume, well, obviously, you don't really need a whole lot of spare cash, but it's going to come in handy for next week if you want to get guns. So when there's not really obvious, because obviously we thought we were going to get Valence to Faro next week. Yep. But that doesn't look like it's going to happen. So when there's no obvious downgrade, 
you may as well do Val with Billy Smith now. I don't see why. I don't see why that's that, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, I think mean, yeah, simply there, it's not there. What's the, the worst case? You lose eighty points, maybe. Yeah, and that's that's that Val would suck. But has Val gone over? Had gone over hundred once this year. Yes. Just once? Uh, yeah, I think he had one game with a try. And, and then he's had a couple his... 90s in there as well. Yeah, and then a bit high 80. Yeah. I think I think there's one ton off the top of my head. But... Yeah, there is, yeah. Moving forward, Dolphin Storm game, Balance Defare, not named. Branko Lee returns into the centres, and Jesse Bromwich also comes back to start at the front row. Defare, big one to lose. I think everyone started in penciled in. Those who went early on him... Deserved it. Just how many did. Let's have a look. Hey, well, he was the most popular buy last week. He was. So. Uh, and a few people would have started with him too. He's, four, he's, he's about 15%. Um, you were warned, is what I'm going to say, because you, the, the, it's sort of a rule in Supercoach. You don't buy a cheapie until the week they about to make money. And this is a guy who was on buy yeah, and that, still had another week. He had two weeks to wait. Yeah, that's what doesn't make sense to me. Sometimes you... See someone or is an outside back cheapie, it's like they've got a great matchup. I reckon they could turn up this week. He was on by and he'd only played one game. And he was there due to injury. If you the, the presser, Wayne wasn't very happy with what he showed in defence. Like I just I just think there was a lot of indicators that when I guess, I guess it's it's essentially you've just nuffed out. So I, He probably will get a gig again sometime throughout the year, but it's it's Tough spot to be. It's in tough. You would have wanted him when next center week. wing. When center wing is so so cramped at the moment, you've now got enough there. Yeah. It's the risky run when you buy a guy who's only played one game. Yep. One buy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Jeremy Marshall King. We spoke about him before. He's another popular buy this week. I think um, those who didn't do Grant to Marshall King earlier on, looking at that now, and yeah, can't argue with that. Yep. Um, when we go back and reflect in our season, do we think Jeremy Marshall King when we bought him? From Grant was has turned out well. Because um, Marshall King's gone. We bought him in round eight. Yep. So he's gone 68, 78, 69, and then was on bye last week. Yeah, so, him and Grant both played three games. I think Grant scored the ton against the Warriors. It's. Yeah, Grant it's slightly edged him by about 20 points. And, and I, I would have said I would have said we would have taken a slight loss if Sonny Luke did not get that try assist last week, while Marshall King's on by. Yeah, <laughs> that that little kick to Peach at the end of the game to get yeah. into about thirty odd. Yeah, it's a very kind good point. of just saved us a bit. Yeah. So I'm so, I'm going to say I'm happy. So I think well, yeah, a twenty point loss on a trade like that, trading out one of the biggest guns helps us save another trade this week. I'm 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 happy with it. I think I think it's worked out well. It's about what we expected. We. And, and now is the time we want to capitalise. We know we, we've talked about this Dolphins, this Dolphins draw, and um, like heaps. It's only sixteen that they're going to miss. Yep. JMK is going to be amazing. Um, hopefully, he can keep this, keep this attack up. Very much a green light on him to Grant. I mean, Grant to Marshall King for yeah, anyone now. I think we've um, support that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we smashed it, and even those who waited on it, they're not hurt either. Yeah. So it's 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 fine. Yeah. Moving on to Storm. Nelson Asof Solomon named and Tuya Kamakamitha is on the bench after starting last week. Um, obviously, you with Nas hurt last week. Um, rib cartilage, it's going to be tough for him to be able to play through that. You can't expect too much from him, anyone that has him, move yeah. him. It's a golden rule in Supercoach. Uh, 
rib cartilage, you know, forward specifically. Got to go. Tough to play through. Got to go. We've seen it with Tarpany. We saw it with Maddo last year. Rib cartilage is just one of the most painful injuries. It super coach, uh, no, our NRL physio has the data on it on his on his Patreon on um, rib cartilage being the main reducer for super coach scoring of any injury. Yep. So, because it, cause it's good, it's it's not bad enough that you can't play, but it's painful enough that you don't want to take hit ups and you don't want to make tackles. Yeah, it's not going to get any worse, and, but... you, and you can't play big minutes. So, I, I think I just I just have to sell him. Yep. He 113 BE doesn't play 13. Has to go. The reason I bought him was for 16 coverage because I looked, I looked forward, didn't really have a lot of plays that week. Plans got to change now, though. The plans just got to be going to change, and I'm buying a guy who hopefully will also cover 16. Yep. We'll, we'll touch on that later. Elsewhere for the Storm, Jerome Hughes and Ellie Katoa both underpriced. Hughes sitting around five. No, not five. Can you check Jerome uh, Hughes' yeah, price? Because Ellie Katoa is... is around five something. Ellie Katoa is 470k. Yeah, he's cheap as. Very cheap. Hughes, 536, 56BA, just called 77. Um, Two guys that potentially average 60, 65 over a two-month span... Very cheap dollar. Watch out for them over 14. Because they, they missed the 13 buy and they missed the 16 buy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm um, 19, not 16. So in that period between then, that's an interesting little run yep. for those guys if they're still bottom dollar. I like Hughes when um, other people are out too. And that's, they're going to be out during Origin. So I like him when he's the A lot of ball in those guy. two guys' hands. <laughs> yeah. I'll, um, I like Hughes a lot. Katala smashed it on the weekend. Yeah, and, um, and didn't put that ball down. He's almost back to where he started. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's the thing. <laughs> Could be a really, really nice buy again. Another one, Nick 100%. Meany, is going to have money to drop from about 750k. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah he... pro- it's probably not going to be enough. I don't think he's got enough time to drop enough money. I think he'll, he'll get a ton soon and it'll all be gone. All the cash that um, he's, he's going to drop, it or he'll make it right back. I'm really keen on Meany. It's just going to be... Because, as I said, they have, have to buy in 13 and 19, so... You're not, you're not going to be buying him midway through that period, around 16, and only get a couple of weeks out of him. Well, he'll play 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 all in a row. So but you want him for all of that, and I think he'll still be top dollar. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's true. That's Whereas true. Whereas you and Katara are going to be bottom dollar at that That's stage. a very good point. I still think I'm I'm almost prepared to pay up. Yeah, very, he very much could be a guy you're willing to, because yeah. he could be one of the highest averaging players over that stage. I could, in round 14, when Moses is out, and this is a long way down the track, I could do Moses to Hughes and, and Marju to Meany. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Great options there for Melbourne. Watch them all. Moving on to the Dogs-Titans game. Josh Adakara turns on the wing, and Carla Oluwapu finally named at 5'8", with Josh Reynolds on the bench. Sam Hughes on the bench for Franklin Pele. Nothing relevant there, both playing 10 minutes on the bench either way. Yep. First of all, Luwapu, 5'8". Is there any world where you're looking at him in 14? No. I've... Oh, unless Munster doesn't back up, maybe. If Carl comes out and goes 60-plus or 70-plus, I, I just think I've already made enough money. I don't think I need him. When 5'8", when there is three guys who are smashing it. He's not going to be enough of a home run option, in my opinion. Yeah. If he was like... If he just was in any other position other than the halves. Yeah, 5'8", there's three options absolutely going. Yeah, you gotta, I, I'd hate to not own two of those three. All right, the second most traded in player of the week, Harrison Edwards. Front row downgrade, just under 300k. I think about 90k made last week or something. Obviously scored the try. 
I actually just give me give me your opinion on Harrison Edwards. Don't know if you buy him. Just okay. What do you think about it? Yeah. Obviously, coming from two dogs fans, so yeah, yeah, yeah. we have we've probably got, better got... opinions on Edwards than most will be able to provide. Yeah. I think you put it best when you said he's a real life Potter. Like he will just he'll play big minutes. He'll make tackles. He won't he won't really take a lot of hit ups. He won't break tackles. He'll get 50, 45 to 60 sort of range. There's no upside, but he's so cheap. Last week would have been the week to do it. Oh, yeah, when, when, think... when you saw him come in yeah. to start and he was still bottom dollar at front row and being near me, I was like, if you did this now, you've done pretty well. Obviously, the try is crazy. Mm. But, yeah, as you said, a lot of people speaking about him this week. I Yeah, I said he's a real-life plotter. He's got zero impact and the relevance of that is he's not going to come off the bench for the dogs and so Ryan Sutton's not named in cup this week obviously he's played the last couple of weeks there and Gus Gould said he's returning to fitness had he a few played, played injuries played really well um, on the weekend apparently um, I can't think that he's far away and I think that lock jersey is his um, if he was to come back I wouldn't be surprised if Edwards comes straight out because he's not going to be a guy that plays 20 minutes off the bench He's really not. The other thing is, if he is able to stay in the team and Sutton returning doesn't hinder him, that he does sort of average 50, get up to about 400, 450K, nice 150K price rise, you'd still want him to be available for 16, and that is when Luke Thompson is probably expected to return. There's just too many question marks for me there to go a plotter like Murdoch Masilla, David Mawali across to him. Yep. I don't know if that's worth the trade. In your scenario, moving in Sofa Solomona, I'm all for it. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to buy him, freeze up nice cash for next week. Um, I don't love it, though. I think there's a lot of people buying into this narrative that he's actually really good at footy. Like, he, he's solid. He's good. He, he's a worker. He's a worker. Like, like, like for the dogs, I, I like what he's doing because we're so short on middles right now. Mm. We need someone to be able to just get through 60 minutes of tough shit and dig in. Yeah. And he's doing that well. However, for Supercoach, the first two games of the year, he played an average of 60 minutes and average 40. Yeah. If he was to average 35 to 40 over the next couple of weeks and only gets to 400K and then doesn't play around 16 because Luke Thompson and Ryan Sutton are back in the side, then you sort of got this 400K bloke that's not in the top side you got to, I don't know, move up or down, mm. come round 16. It potentially is an awkward situation and trades just, they're becoming at a minimum. People are sort of down to 20 to 25 range of trades and there's still 15 rounds left. Mm. I don't know. There's certain situations where I like it like yourself, but for those who don't need to and it's not freeing up any cash and going across from a Wiley or a Murdoch Masilla, I'm not sold on it. Trades in front row suck. Yep. Making trades in front row always so I never really pay off. Um, unless it's paying half, I guess. So, yeah, it's not for me. I'm gonna. It's not for me if I um, when my dire situation with Nelson Sofa Solomon is embarrassing. That is to say. So my sort of contingency plan is to go Nas to Edwards, which means I've got Tarpany, Edwards, PMM, and Pelé as my front row. How disgusting! And then next week I will go. Probably Hosking to Tohu or AKP to Tohu. Yep. And then move Tohu up using Murdoch Masilla's duel 
and have Tarpany and Toby as my front runner, which I think is is going to be fine. Yeah, I like that. And that way, Edward, I don't need Edwards to do a whole lot. Yep. I just need him to play this week for me, cover that role. If he plays 16 and 19, that'd be fantastic. Well, I think there's absolutely no chance he's involved in 19. Yeah. If he really starts smashing, you've got to remember this is a guy who's only played three games of first grade. He's only going to improve. Uh, there is a best-case scenario that looks really good. I just think it's quite unlikely. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the Titans game. Aaron Clark comes back in with Isaac Fasul Malawi out. Um, Campiera, is he a sell next week? I think 20-odd break-even at about 525k. Um, so we're expecting probably, what, get decently above 550 to 570 yeah, 80 range. About, yeah, it depends on how he scores. Obviously, he can score in the teens and maybe he can, he can score under his BE. But yeah, he can also... Against the dogs. Against the dogs, you'd expect maybe at least a try for 50-odd. Are we planning to move him next week, though? I think I'm going to have to. I hate doing it, though, because I really like him. Like, mm. you, you know how much I just really like him as a little footy player. Like, he... Um, for and just puts him in space, but super coach is not just about what players you like. It's when he's peaking. Yeah, he, he doesn't play thirteen or sixteen. He's got to go. Well, surprise, surprise! I did not play him last week for another double. Um, I haven't got one of those right. I think you should just keep not playing him whilst I'm playing him. Is that's all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to be happily moving him on next week if. It looks like it's the right thing to do, assuming he doesn't score four against the dogs. Because I'm, I'm just sick of it. I'm, <laughs> si- I'm sick of sitting him and he scores a double and playing him and he scores 10 super coach points. So, yeah. all in all, though, I think next week he's probably going to be a guy we have to move because their schedule is very different, the Titans. Mm. Yeah, it's, they don't play 13 or 16, which is just disgusting. He has to go. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be pretty happy moving Campiero. Yeah. And I think also, he plays South. Tigers, Broncos, Raiders, Dolphins. He's probably only playing like a handful of those, maybe yeah. one or two. Good point. So it was it was this sort of para Newcastle. I've, I've played him the last four weeks. Well, yeah, I played him the first one of the four weeks against the Dolphins where he did absolutely nothing and butchered tries. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not playing this bloke again. <laughs> and he scored a double the next three weeks. So anyway, we on to the Manly Raiders game. Zach Wolford is out with Tom Starling starting at hooker and Danny Levi is on the bench. Um, Hudson Young We spoke about him a lot And he's another one Where I said with Maddo He's a watch If he misses Origin Yeah We can't predict What Freddie's going to do But if he was To not be picked next week Very keen on him Yeah I've wanted him for ages But it's just uh, The looming Origin Sort of thing Where he's, he's just been playing Hudson Young's a guy You'd love to have in Origin Because you can just find a try Yeah A try out of nowhere Like That's pretty valuable So I, I wouldn't mind He obviously can get hot headed But I would like to see him play for the Blues. Yeah, same. So I've just been holding off. I'm just going to see you next week. Same can be said for Corey Horsburgh. If he wasn't to be picked next week, pretty solid option. I think... I really think he's going to play Origin. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's just Billy, me. Billy, Billy, I reckon Billy would be keen on him. I think Billy really likes him. So I'm actually thinking he will He will play. It's obviously... I, I'm not Queensland official or anything. But I think... I think he's a big chance. He's been playing so one week until we find out, I yeah. guess. Um, for Manly, big changes. Jack Javojevic returns really early. So, yeah. assuming he stays fit, he'll be in origin. That sort of changes the way the middles will be shaping up there. Josh Schuster also back at 5'8". 
with Kalamatua Lungi, Aaron Woods and Josh Aloyer all out for decent time. Yep. I think Woods and Tuolungi are both about four to six weeks. Yep. So this opens up a spot on the edge for Ben Trevojevic, um, Finders on the bench and Ben Condon, who apparently has been playing middle in cup all year. Yeah, right? I did hear that. He's been an edgy his whole career, but he's started a prop every week. So weird there. Ben Trevojevic, where do we sit with him? Because seems like there's three guys in Bullymore, Finder and Condon that could spell him on the edge. But in saying that, I don't hate it. Yep, so I don't hate it this week either. Won't play 14. Is a, is a bit of a one that sucks. Does play 13, which is nice. I'm not taking him over Billy Smith, that's for sure. Oh, definitely. My plan with Ben Trevojevic is my team value is solid enough to the point where I can sort of just see what this looks like. Yeah. I can, obviously, if he, if he tons up, I'm going to be a bit hesitant. I don't really want to you know, lose that massive uh, price rise, but I just think it's worth watching. Because it will be nice next week if I can downgrade to him. So I'm just I'm just going to hold off. I, I think I like well my position, my trades, my hands are my hands kind of forced on what I can do. So I've pretty much got to choose between Trevojevic or uh, Smith. So it just gives me the perfect reason to just watch. I'm happy to take the 50, 60k hit. Yep. And I'll be fine with that. Well, I think the expectation would probably be that Burbo is probably in for about 60 minutes. On the left edge, I think it's safe to yep. say while Finders in the side will probably take twenty. In saying that, though, assuming Olakuatu doesn't play round thirteen, assuming he makes Origin, probably eighty minute game there for him, which is handy in thirteen. Could be a handy number actually. Very true, very true. Yeah, so I think he's going to buy next week. I don't, I don't hate it this week, but I think he's a better buy next week. Although you may have lost fifty k on it. 50k is not the end of the world. Uh, it's better than being stuck with him because yep. he Agreed. can be an AE nightmare. We, we have, most would know that from the past. Agreed. Moving on to strategy talk. First of all, just moving on from that little section we had there with Burbo and around a guy like Olukawatu, don't gamble on taking a chance on players this week who could get picked. No. And this is very much in my plans where I talk about trades and skippers. Just briefly, I'll talk about now I want I'm definitely going to be grabbing a 2RF next week that doesn't get picked for the Blues but you, you can't try and guess who it is you're not no. going to win anything if you get that right but there's a lot to lose there's no game. point yeah exactly so your Hudson Youngs Madison <coughs> Olakwatu don't try and guess who's going to be playing don't try and be here and go a week early just wait yeah and forwards it's not like you're capitalising on a great matchup. Like no. if it was a, if it was centre wings, it's a bit more, or a half back or a five head, it's a bit but more. I think we sort of know how the centre wings are going to be. Yeah, well, this week for Origin, so this is this is forwards with not a whole lot of upside in in one week. They're not going to kill you in one week. Maybe the, the highest they'll go is about a hundred. Yeah. So you're not gonna you're not gonna miss that big one fifty like like you could with a, with an outside back. So wait, there's no need to rush yeah. these guys in. Hundred percent. If you've already got a young Debellin Horsburgh, don't stress. Like, just just wait and see what team what the Origin teams look like. There's no bo- there's no point trying to like have a big contingency about it because there's every chance they're going to be available available for you next week. Yeah. So just yeah, um, don't go early on any of them. Yep, definitely. Yeah. Moving forward to next week, looking forward to round thirteen, almost here. Obviously, the rule. 13 scoring players, it's yep. not the max 17 that's been in previous years. Do we want more than 13 come next week? Uh, yeah, so I've sort of looked. I'm going to have 14, 
including Murdoch, Masilla, and Schuster. Yep. Schuster's probably fine. I, I, like think, I think Schuster's a Schuster's, decent number. Schuster's a decent number. So 14, including Ben Doc, Murdoch, Masilla, is nice for me. That means I've got a good, solid 13 players. Like, obviously, Croker's not amazing, but, like, I'm happy to have a guy like that. So I, I'm pretty happy with that. Like, I don't have an Isaiah Katoa who could score a 30. Like, Croker is my next worst. Croker and Schuster after BMM. So I think I'm set up really nicely. Um, the other thing I say with round 13 is if you've got 12 or 11, make sure you've got the guys who can ruin your week. Mm. You want to have Brown, Cody, Moses, Guffo types. The guys who can go 100 plus and, and really cost you you want to own as many of them as you can. Yeah. As much as it sort of will feel more comforting moving into it going, I've got 13 blokes this week, there's no point in your three trades, say, bringing in two guys that are just there for the number, purely. Yeah. Like, don't squeeze someone in for the sake of it to say, I've got the full 13 for the round because you're going to want it for the previous, I mean, not previous, the following major buy rounds. And you're possibly bringing the guy that you're going to be going to trade out before then. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting how this is very. It's so. How many do you have at the moment? Concept. I have thirteen at the moment with Murdoch Masilla. With Murdoch Masilla is included as one. Yep. So you're and next two, week, two more guys you're looking to bring in next week. Next week I'm probably bringing in two more guys, but I won't force my hand at that. Yep. Because I want Cody Walker, but I'm not locking that in just yet because. I just, I just don't know if I need to have, what would that be, 15 players? Yeah, no, I, yeah. Don't, th- I don't think you do. I don't that, th- that's where I want to get to with this. Yeah. Um, especially being the first buy round, if you're going really hard and just going over the top, there's not really much benefit in it if you miss a couple of guys that score 30 and they don't count to your score because there's, there's more big rounds where it's going to be tough. And if you've gone so hard at this, you don't have balance in sides where you're going to be all right for other ones. You're probably going to be really struggling for 16 mm. or possibly with many manly Newcastle para guys that don't play 14. I personally have 12 at the moment and I'm probably just going to be happy to take the 13 and that includes a Schuster and an Isaiah Katoa but I'm happy just to cop them and if I only make one trade next week I'm going to be having 25 or 26 moving forward and I think that's going to be a lot more than other people and I think I'll still be scoring just about the same as most next week. Yeah. And I'm going to have a big advantage moving forward. Yep. So I don't think there's too much Tell me advantage trades right going. Um, before trades this week, I think I have 27. And I'm making one for Billy Smith. All right. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm making two because I don't want to hold Nas. Yeah. As, as it should yeah. be. Um, yeah. So... I don't, especially in the first major Byron in 13, I don't think there's any point trying to get 15, 16. Yeah. You're not getting anything out of it. What's the minimum you think you would want you to have? Can get by, I think you can get by with 11. If you, have, if you have all the main guns, I can get by with 11. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Moving on to our pod section, low ownership players with a round 13 theme to be looking at for next week. First of all, back in the side... Zach Lomax. Yeah, I love that one. 1% owned, 530k. Get the goal kicking back. Obviously, we've voiced our opinions on him playing on the left edge. Takes away from his real attacking upside and sort of his strengths. 
Still value there, though. Oh, yeah. Um, I really like him. I, uh, he's very much on my radar for next week. Probably can't bring him in because I've already got <coughs> good numbers. But, yeah, I really, I really, really like him. Another guy who's showing a really, really solid floor, Tolotau Kula. 1.3%, 450k. Um, as we've said before, centre wing's stacked. So it's, it, it's tough to find a way for someone. But he's got an X factor. Base is very good. Like we spoke about Manny Tomoko, um, really good floor. Low ownership, going to play 13. However, the round 14 buy is not ideal for those manly boys. That's very true. Finally, Scotty Drinkwater, 1.8%. A guy that I've sort of looked at. 620k um, turbo owners, people that don't own Trail, don't own Gutho, don't really have fullbacks locked in. He's tempting, plays 13 and 14, could just be like a three, four week play. What do you think about Drinky? I really like it. Um, the Cowboys have a very unique buy schedule. Um, the only thing that annoys me is if I, if I was in the market for a fullback, I'd probably still want Walsh or Turbo if they don't play Origin. Mm. So on Drinky, very interesting. So he scored 75 on the weekend. Pretty nice. 54 the week before. He's going to get attacking stats. He is the main generator of attack in that team. The 75 last week, though, with one assist looks good. Scroll yep. across, though, four line break assists. Wow. Right. Um, he was also very helped by the Simbian in that game. I still don't think the Cowboys are all that great. Yeah. So what I was getting at, the Cowboys buys are 15 and 19. Very unique, right? Yeah, odd. They, they have that buy in 15. So they play the Tigers, Para and Melbourne. <laughs> Para and Melbourne to, without origin players, but still it's not. And then Penrith the South. So it's a three-week, four-week play. But his value is playing 16. Obviously, Penrith won't have their origin players too. So you're holding him during that matchup too, but he can so easily do poorly in those. Um on paper, it looks all right, but it, uh, I've... I'm looking I've, at I've it now. Away and it's just I actually thought game. I really liked it, but no, now, now I'm looking at it's it. The scary. bike coverage ain't nice. It's scary knowing the floor that he holds. The, the actual... Like, he's got good games. It's the, the matchups are the issue. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't love it now that I'm looking at it. Because I, I, I had a really good look because my fullback is... I've got Turbo and Garrick there at the moment. Obviously. So you're thinking about go. Walsh next week? Oh, 100%. 100% yeah. Walsh. And there's also another fullback spot that I might just use those trades out of my sleeve to play. Bit of rule So there. you've still got Turbo and a centre wing down there. Yeah. Right. So I could potentially grab two fullbacks no, next not, week for no, a No, not many have two gun fullbacks. No. Not Very many. few would have my Latrell Guffo combination, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Trading skippers this week, what are you doing? Um, trades will be big nasty. Nelson Service Solomona to Harrison Edwards. Yep. At the moment, I'm thinking that. Um, obviously, it could change, but I think Edwards will do a job for me. Just quickly, what's the um, get up? The get plan out plan if Sutton comes in for Edwards. Yeah, so it's gonna have to be Edwards to probably Corey Horsburgh. So basically, I'll be doing nasty to Horsburgh. If you don't have the money to pay up, as a lot of people buying it, it's probably downgrading. Might be using that money somewhere else or might be going across. No money in the bank. Who would There's I be no one at? to really go across to. No, so, um, yeah, I'd be worried about... I, I'm really not loving that I'm buying him, to be honest. Uh, he's got a, if, you, if you're buying like a Sunny Sunny 2RF for him, that's easy. You can drop him down yeah. and get Burbo. Yep. 
which is that's fantastic. Yeah, that, that's actually a very good point. They played last game around Manly. Yeah, but from people like me doing an FRF straight down with no duels in the two RF. Sean KP is probably the best option, as, as awful as it sounds. It's disgusting. So hopefully I know what's going on. Yep. But yeah, um, it's going to be interesting. Second trade? Will be Isaiah Katoa at the moment, but I'm also considering maybe selling Jared Croker. But it'll be one of those two to Billy Smith. Obviously, those guys play 13. Billy Smith doesn't. As I sort of mentioned before, I've already got 13 with three trades to make next week. So essentially, I don't need either of those two's 40s next week. So I'm happy to move one, if not both of them, on in the next couple of weeks. So it'll be one of those two to Billy Smith. Both make sense. For myself, I'm just going Val Holmes down to Billy Smith. Um... I don't really have anyone I can sell for Billy, like anyone. And Val Holmes is the only guy I really want to get rid of. Have you still got Taruva? No. No, okay. Um, I guess you could Alamotti, but I think he's looking better. And I think there's still... I think he frees up 50k too. Yeah, I I really don't see the upside in that. So um, Billy Smith in for Val Holmes, frees up cash for next week. I've got options. I don't even know what I'm going to do with the cash next week, if I'm completely honest. I don't really know if there's anything I want to do. Um... Obviously, I like Tohu Harris. How late at Tohu? Maybe. <laughs> maybe, because um, Sele's pumping 50 out every week, and Kepi seems like he's going to have very good minutes in the Manly side, so I don't know if I'm really going to want to move any of them who both play 13. That's a very good point. Um, skippers for the week. I think I'm going to vice-captain Dill Brown. It's sort of just like the only real option I have before Nico, and I'm happy yeah. to lock Nico in Oh yeah. at Coffs. Yeah, that's fair. Is it where where's his um is it at home for Nico? Kofsaba. Is it really? I'm pretty sure, yeah. We have a look. Against the Finns. It, it's Kofsaba against the Knights. Oh, yeah, yeah no, the, the Finns the other week, yeah. yeah, my bad. I didn't know, I thought it was at um no, oh, not a point I don't really like it as much now, but I'll probably still be captaining him. Day game, I like Yeah, it. day game and then my um vice captain will be Luttrell Mitchell. Could be weepable. But I do like I do like Cam Munster up against Wayne Bennett. Yeah. I really like Cam Munster against the Dolphins. Um, interesting stat. He hasn't tunned up outside of Amy Park since, like, 2021. <sighs> so maybe he's a bit of a home game merchant. So uh, I, I probably will be just going VC Trail C Hines, but I do like Munster. Any for fair love against the Dogs? Good option last Ooh. week. Could be a good option again. I'm not going to do no, it, but against, I, I, I look, look at it. I can't do it again. I'm done with captain against the dogs. We'll be there. We can't get behind We'll it. be there. We have to get... Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm thinking about sitting AKP, believe it or not. Uh, uh, no, I'll, I'll probably play him. If you just, play just so the dogs can win so he doesn't score. Yeah, that's true. He won't score if you play it. Yeah. Fafita's not a bad chat, actually. Yeah. And then... What's the last game? Manly? No. No one in there. I, w- I wouldn't go any Manly players no. against Canberra at all. No, Canberra really rolling. Yeah, so I think it'll be uh, Hines. It just... I'm trying to target, you know, a big... That's what I tried to do last week. I wanted that big, like, 160 at lower percentage. Yep. It's so hard to do when Hines is just a standout option every week. But I think Munster could be that. I don't know. We'll, 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 I'll, be, I'll be assessing it through the week, but it'll probably just be Hines and stick vanilla. I think I'm going to stick to Nico again myself. Yeah. That'll do us for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back with the Round 13 pod next week. Have a good week, everyone. Yep. Good luck, everyone.